Welcome to Virtual School Assembly. I'm your host, Tyler Christensen. I'm a productivity speaker, author, and classroom teacher. Here at Virtual School Assembly, I interview Hollywood celebrities, professional athletes, Olympians, speakers, and educators who share messages of inspiration, education, and hope to better prepare you for an ever-changing and uncertain world. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Welcome back to Virtual School Assembly for this special edition of Teacher Professional Development. Today our guest is Nikki Spears. Nikki is an author, motivational speaker, and co-founder of the Energy Bus for School's Leadership Journey. As a former educator and principal, Nikki travels around the country sharing her message of the power of positivity and taking 100% responsibility for your thoughts, actions, and results. Nikki is currently working on a series of children's books that support kids in embracing their healthy mindset. The first book in the series is called The Hand Hug. We're so excited to have you here, Nikki. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Tyler. And I'm excited about The Hand Hug, but I also have a, another book for adults that's coming out pretty soon, which is what I really want to talk about today. And I think it's so relevant to what people are feeling right now. And the book is titled the beauty underneath the struggle, creating your bus a story. And this book came to me as I walked into the bookstore, there was a book and I can't, cannot remember, I knew that was gonna happen, I can't remember the author, but his book is titled The Gift of Struggle. And the author in that book talks about his moment on a bus that really changed his life. And so as I'm reading this book, book, uh, this book, and I'm also doing the energy bus, I said, you know what? We all have a bus story. And it's that story that can transform our lives. It's that moment where either we can become the hero of our story or we can be the villain of our story. And if we were to embrace struggles in a new way and we looked at struggle as an opportunity, as a learning experience, I believe that we would find the beauty underneath the struggle. So that's what the book is all about. It's about helping people really embrace struggle uh, and create their masterpiece. So in the book, I challenge people to grab a pencil, to grab the blank sheet of paper, and for the next chapters of your life, challenge yourself to become your best self. We only get one life, so what are you going to do with it? And so when people hear the word struggle, like I'll go out, Tyler, and I'll talk to uh, different districts and they'll say, uh, Nikki, what are you going to talk about? We want to hear about positivity. And I said, why don't we talk about the bus, you know, finding the beauty underneath the struggle. And let's challenge your, your team to create their best bus stories. And some of them will sit there like, uh, we don't want to talk about struggle. <laughs> struggle is not what we want to talk about. We want to talk about positivity. And, and so I challenge them to look at that word struggle in a more positive way where we're not uh, thinking about it in, in a negative way. Uh, and, and when you think about the word struggle, it really, it's a verb, it's not a noun. It means that we are still moving in the face of adversity. So even though we're faced with a challenge, we are still doing something, okay, to move towards a goal, uh, to, uh, find a, a learning learning experience in, in this in this uh, situation. So we are still moving. So struggle uh, to me is not a negative term, nor are challenges. And sometimes in our schools, we look at you know challenges in that way where we want to avoid them. But if we were get to get people to become solution minded, 
where they embraced these things and they saw themselves as being able to enact change no matter where they are in the organization. Uh, because in the book too, I talk about what leadership is. It's not limited to a title or a position, but uh, leadership is a mindset. And it's a mindset of taking 100% responsibility for your thoughts, your actions, and results. So when we think of leadership in that way, that means that anyone can be a leader, even our kids as young as five years of age. And as a principal, I've seen this come to life. Uh, when you give you know, our young kids, when you give our teachers, our staff, an opportunity to, uh, to showcase them, themselves, they will rise to that occasion because you believed in them and you believed that they could do it. So I'm really excited about uh, this book and uh, sharing this with the world and how, you know, we all show up with an energy, with energy levels. And uh, one of the books, another book I came across uh, was Power Versus Force uh, by Dr. David Hawkins. And I love his work. He talks about levels of consciousness. And, and what he says is that many of us today are living in low level energy, like grief, fear, uh, anger, guilt, all those low level energies. As a matter of fact, Dr. Hawkins states that 85% of the people living today live in low level energy and that many of us will never reach a level of courage, which he defines as feeling empowered and enacting change in your life. Because when you take ownership and you feel empowered, that's really when change begins to happen. But the saddest part about his research is that many of us will never reach that point. We will all, we, most of us will remain in those low level energy levels. And Tyler, I believe that is because people are just not aware. We are not aware and many of us are walking around asleep, not aware that we're in low level energy. So when we went in the book, I have five writing styles that I based off of his research. And I asked, I challenged the reader to think about what type of writer you are uh, so that you kind of assess your energy level, where you are now, because where we are now and the energy level, if we are living in a, at a level of victimhood, that's how we're going to show up in our homes, at work, in the community. It doesn't matter. But once we reach a level of empowerment, and that's, again, taking 100% responsibility, understanding that we have created this life. When you reach that level, boy, now you're ready to rock and roll. You can create the life of your dreams. Uh, so I am super excited about uh, the beauty under, underneath the struggle. And, and that will be out in July. July 28th is my Date I'm hoping for, I just don't know, like I said before we got on this uh, call today, I said when you're trying to publish and you're doing it independently, uh, it, the writing part is not hard at all, guys. The, the hardest part is getting other people to move as fast as you do, because I move pretty fast. So anyway, I hope that all of you will join me on the beauty underneath the struggle as we create our own best bus stories. Awesome. So <laughs> Nikki, I want to ask you a little bit about the struggle. Um, I totally am with you that we want to talk about positive things. We want to be positive, but the things that move us forward is the struggle, right? And in fact, right. on this channel on virtual school assembly of all the guests that I've come on, 
every single one of them has done incredible things in their life because of the struggle, because of the things that went wrong. And as school teachers, we have the same thing, right? So if you think back to your own teaching career and your time as a principal, I'm guessing, but correct me if I'm wrong on this, that the times where you had the most growth were when things didn't go as planned. And, and so you had to change, you had to pivot, you had to adapt. Um, can you speak to that a little bit? What are some of the things that you've experienced as an educator that have helped you to grow? Well, I think one of the biggest things that comes to mind was uh, right before I left my principalship uh, in, in, 20, in 2016, I was using some concepts in my school which dramatically changed the culture. I was using actually another book. Then I was contacted by this company and they said, you cannot use our book unless you buy into the program. And that program was like $80,000 over four years. I was devastated because I saw how these uh, concepts have really transformed our culture. And so even our kids were like, Miss Spears, what are we gonna do? There was my struggle. The opportunity in that, as I started to research and really think about these concepts, is that it really wasn't the concepts that changed our culture. It was that we had aligned to the same values, the same goals, the same beliefs. So we could replace that with something else. So that's how I uh, ended up contacting John Gordon, the author of The Energy Bus. So I was sitting in my car on a Sunday evening and I just heard this voice speak to me that said, I want you to continue to take risks. And that message was solely for me because when I say that to an audience of people, they're like, how did you know what you were supposed to do? You know when, a, when, when something is meant for you to do, you know when that calling is for you. And I knew I was supposed to send a message. So I sent a quick, quick message to Mr. Gordon that said something like, hi, Mr. Gordon, elementary school principal would love to build curriculum around your book, uh, The Energy Bus. I don't know if I even said The Energy Bus, but I sent that message and the very next day, I had a message in my inbox on LinkedIn that said from, from Mr. Gordon that said, Thank you so much for caring. Give me a one pager of your idea. Let's talk. We've been waiting on the right fit. That still gives me chills today when I tell that story. So even though there's that struggle, if I hadn't had the struggle of that company contacting me saying, you can no longer use our concepts, I thought it was the end of the world, but it was a new beginning for something more beautiful. And I was able to create this amazing program where now I wasn't just the leader of one school, I was the leader of uh, several schools across the country. And so that's just one example, Tyler. <laughs> that's a pretty good beauty. example, yeah. <laughs> the struggle. That's amazing. So, and, and I, I, but I don't think that's unique. I think if we, we look to any great people throughout the, the course of, of history, they became great because they had to struggle, they had to learn, they had to grow. And I think what you illustrate here is they were able to remain positive. They were able to move forward. Too many people struggle and then they curl up into a ball. And we're seeing that right now with the coronavirus. Our yeah. students, some of them are thriving and doing amazing things, things we never thought they were capable of. And then others are totally retreating and, and playing video games all day long, right? right. right. And, and so we can control our outcome, we can control our destiny, but the struggle has to be there for us to learn and, and to grow. And so I, I'm really excited for the book so I can dig into that and see, learn more about um, 
you know, my best story. I don't know what my best story is yet. So I have to think <laughs> through that. Um, but I love that you've set that up. Um, Nikki, before, let's see, two or three years ago, had you ever written a book before? No, and I've always wanted to write a book. And I just didn't think it was possible because I'm in so many different places. It's like my brain is so scattered. It's like, mm-hmm. where do I start? I don't even know where to start. So I started going out speaking before writing where most people write and then they go out and speak on their, their book. Well, I started mm-hmm. going out speaking and the message uh, that I saw that touched the audience. I said, what, what, is, what do they love to hear? What is that moment where you see people crying, you know, or laughing or where is it that you connect? And when I talk about the bus story, is when people really connect. People want to understand how do we deal with struggle. And I always leave them with the example, like when you read a good book or you watch a good movie, there's always that element of conflict. And that's what draws us into the story. So why do we think our lives are any different? That's what makes a good story. That's what makes a good life is a good struggle. Okay. So we have a lot of teachers watching this right now who feel the same way you felt a few years ago that I've always wanted to write a book, but they never did. What was it that got you over that hump where you said, okay, I'm, I'm going to sit down and, and crank this out. I, you mentioned that you started speaking first and identifying the best things that you could write about, but what actually made it so that you're like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this thing. I narrowed down what message I wanted to convey to what audience I wanted to talk to. And I just did it. I mean, the point is not about, uh, I had to stop going back and changing things that I wrote the day before, but just do it. Uh, I first started, Tyler, I know you're a writer too, but I start that outline that uh, someone suggested, they said, Nikki, write an outline first, which gives you an overview. You know, used to do that in high school, but I was like, "Mm, I don't want to do that. But it really (laughs) is helpful because if you have a mind like mine that's constantly going, I need something to organize. And so that's what I'm doing now as I'm working on other books. It's like, I I have an overview. What is the soul? It's like developing a lesson plan, guys. It's that simple. Develop your lesson plan, begin with the end in mind. What do you want people to walk away with? And then what are the things that you need to do uh, to get them to that final destination of where you want them to be? So when you think about a book, create that outline, and create it just as you, I, I think teachers could be the best writers. They have so many great stories. You know, I have stories that I tell when I was a teacher and people are like, you need to write a book about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> so teachers are the best storytellers. Uh, that's what we do. And they're the best le- uh, lesson planners. And, and that's basically what a book is, is a great big lesson plan. Yep, absolutely. You know, <laughs> somebody told me once, and I think that this is brilliant. If you want to write a book, write all the parts of the book that aren't in the book first. So what I mean by that is write the back cover. What's the blur? Write the table of contents. What is each chapter going to be? Write the about the author so we know your story. And if you can get those pieces together, and you can do that quick, you know, that's the fun stuff, the creative stuff. But if you can fit that together, then all you have to do is start filling in the pieces. You've already got your outline and the table of contents. You just pick one of those things and start writing about it. And it really isn't as hard as many people think. You know what else gives me inspiration, which I'm working on my uh, second book, adult version, and uh, is the book cover. Mm-hmm. If I get a great book cover, because what the book cover does is it's like, oh, there's the book. I need to put something in it. I right. need to fill it up now with pages. 
And so I go to Fever. I don't know how many. Is it Fever or Fiverr? I don't Fiverr. know. How, you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I go there and uh, they have, you know, some of them are not the best, but at least it gives you some inspiration. Uh, so you can go there, get a book cover for like 30 bucks at least, especially if you have an idea in mind. Now, the person who designed my cover just happened to do an awesome job. And I think I paid like 40 bucks uh, for my book cover, which people give me like, who designed your book? And I'm like, I don't know what his name is, but he did a great job. I like the way he emphasized the bus, the B-U-S in there. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's a lot of great, you know, I'm finding even with illustrators, uh, my illustrators for my children's book, they're in Europe. Uh, so mm -hmm. I, I'm just looking, if you're, now that we're online, the competition is so great and you don't have to stay here just in the, in the States. You can travel outside of uh, your comfort zone a little bit and get and work with people. You just have to be able to communicate exactly what you want because everything is done through, through email. Yeah, but it's amazing. We live in a world where 30, 40 years ago, it was so much more of a process to publish a book. You had to find a, a publisher. It was a really long time horizon, but now you can sit down, crank it out. I mean, my 10-year-old daughter published her first book wow. and it, it's legit. It's a real book. It's on Amazon. You can buy it. And she did it when she was 10 years old. Um, wow. it, it has some issues. We needed to edit it a little more, but it, it's amazing hey, but what she you can did do. It. Yeah, she did it. And you know, the ebook, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how you can just go and write up an ebook real quick, like it and do a PD, PDF it and, and put it online and, and sell it. And it's basically, I believe that everybody out there is a teacher of some mm -hmm. subject. Okay. We were all gifted with some subject that we're passionate about. And when I talk to kids, I usually ask them, so what, it's not, what do you want to be when you grow up? But it's a new question that we ask now. And it's what problems do you want to solve? And so when you get, when you're passionate about something that you want to solve, there's your book because somebody else wants to know that information too. They need that information. That's awesome. Well, I think this has been a really helpful session today, Nikki, because there are so many teachers out there that one are, are struggling with things and they need to know that, that there's something positive that's going to come from that. But two, once something positive does come from it, then you can start, start selling and sharing your story with others. And you can do that through a book. You can do that through speaking, but we're all going to do it in the classroom. So developing our stories is so important because then we have something to share and inspire our students with. Really appreciate you coming on today. If people want to buy the book or if they want to learn more about you, where should they go? Uh, they can go to my website, uh, NikkiSpears.com. Perfect. Yeah. And the spelling's right up behind you, so we should be able to find that. No problem. That's yeah. great. Thank awesome. you so much for having me, too. This was fun. Thank you so much for joining us today on Virtual School Assembly. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you listen to Virtual Assemblies. And leave us a rating and review so we know what you learned and took away from this Virtual Assembly. Videos and show notes are found at virtualschoolassembly.com. And if you're a school leader and you're looking for a speaker for virtual or traditional in-school assemblies, or if you're looking for some teacher training, I'd love to connect with you to see how I can help. You can check out my website at tylerchristiansen.com. Thanks. You are super duper. Let's go out and make the world a better place. Bye-bye.